Hey, Jason Rice here, LaPop, and uh, want to give a new tip out of what's going on with the industry right now in April. Going to wait for a little bit of buildup on this live. Also, I've got um, my new pop filter, Ed Brooks would be happy that I have that on there. And uh, hopefully the mic is running good. But I wanted to go over, it seems like a lot of dealerships right now, inventory is low. And it's not due to the fact, I don't think that the wholesale levels are low. I think the cars are available right now. It's just what they're going for. Uh, a lot of dealerships aren't willing to pay up for that. So two things I wanted to cover in this video is going to be what you can do about getting cars and what are you going to do about gross being lower right now as uh, cars are going for high money and you just got to buy some units to keep the inventory in the lot full. So here's a couple things that are going on right now. One, uh, a lot of guys are running light and a lot of times I'm on these calls and they're saying, hey, you know, um, I can't go to lane. Everybody needs intermediate cars, compact cars, and intermediate compact SUVs. And what these cars are going for at the lane, they're just not willing to pay for them because they can't turn around and retail them for any profit. So that's the first thing I wanted to go over is, um, you know, we got to look at cars for other things than just front and gross. So the second thing I'm going to go over, because I want to cover this first, is the big concern about looking at front and gross. I just had somebody hit me up there watching one of my videos and, uh, asking where a fair average front end gross profit is. He's running 1300 a copy, maybe moving to a larger dealer group and they expect 1800 a copy. And, you know, my response to him was basically, you know, your best bet is to not focus as much on front end gross profit, uh, because it's not the true picture of how you're moving your dollars and in your inventory. So I'm going to cover this second item to kind of go back to my first item about dollars at the lane being higher. So um, I have a dealer who 16 to 17 increased their volume, unit volume by 9%. And then we've increased the average or the total gross profit by 15%, over $115,000 uh, year over year. So we increased volume 9%, total gross 15%. Their average front end only moved 38 bucks. Now, the other thing is, is you can increase your volume by nine, 10% if you carry 10, 15, 20% more inventory. So did that really, did you really increase your sales if you're just looking at volume and or front end gross? So the difference is, is he actually decreased inventory numbers and um, overall numbers, how many units he carried, but overall dollars. He almost carried $500,000 less in inventory. So five, $476, $476,000 to be exact, almost $500,000 less inventory. So that was 6% less inventory, but yet increased the volume by 9%. So you take the, if he was paying cash or floor planning his inventory, that extra $500 is in the bank. So you can almost put that into your gross profit. Again, he, he, he totaled was 791,000. You can add that 500,000 into that as profit still in the used car operations. So if you did do that, his actual total gross went up 47, uh, 47%. So, but his front pretty much stayed the same or is within 28 bucks per car. 
Matter of fact, he's on pace this year over last year, 18 over 17 year to date. His volume's gone up 20% and his gross has gone up 14% from last year. But yet his average gross is down 90 bucks. So he's going to almost get a million dollars in inventory. So he's on pace for a million dollars. Again, last year only did 790 and he's on pace for a million this year. But yet his front end went down. So really the real numbers is the total dollars. How many units are you selling on the total dollars that you're carrying? And then if you can increase that volume sales, and again, he went from selling 94% carry to sale rate. What I mean by that first year, he sold 494 units carrying 528. So he didn't even sell as many as he's carrying. The second year, 17, he sold 544 off of the 518 he carried. So he carried, he's then sold 105% of what he was carrying. This year, year to date already, he's at 136% sale rate, meaning he's selling more than what he's carrying. That's where the gross actually goes up. And his front is actually down a little bit, but I would take that in a heartbeat. He's more efficient with those dollars. You, as a used car manager, you're like an investor. You're, 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 you're taking a $2 million stock portfolio, whatever that inventory level is, okay? And your job is to then turn that those dollars okay and you know if you get a 10 percent return or an eight percent return on every transaction some deals are going to be eight hundred dollar deals because you've carried an eight grand car and some deals will be three thousand dollar deals but i'm not trying to get a two grand profit on an eight grand car okay if you just shoot for that 10 percent each time you'll have five hundred dollar deals and you're going to have three thousand dollar deals but it doesn't matter you just work that percentage and increase those dollars so that being said going back to my first point a lot of people are, are inventory is low because they don't want to pay up for a car because they can't make any front end I mean, you got to think about the legacy of a car and what i mean by legacy of a car there's multiple layers to it you guys know this but this is the time you got to really focus on it because January, February, March sales were high. So guys were buying in March and April thinking that the market's still pretty good. Well, April softened a lot for a lot of people. It was pretty soft for a lot of dealerships. And so you're starting to see May starting out soft too. And wholesale values, just seen a headline, Mannheim's wholesale value index was up. So wholesale values are still high due to the uh, after effect of January, February, March, especially March sales. But what's going on, The reason, another reason why it's uh, high, uh, not only everybody was at the lane filling up their, their, uh, their lot, but here's the thing, everybody's running light. So if everybody's running light, that means they're not buying cars, so the wholesale values will start dropping. So the wholesale values are gonna drop in the next week or two, and you might already start seeing them now. But the, So anybody that's clean right now, I've been saying this for months, get clean so in these lighter months you can be a buyer. And if you can go to the lane and be a buyer right now, you might, you should be able to, in the next few weeks, going into middle of May, end of May, going into June, be able to buy some cars pretty easily. Now the challenge becomes, you gotta then take these cars you own better, but you gotta then price them against guys that are dumping cars that they bought in February, March, and April, and they're out there dumping them because they got aged inventory going on. So you're gonna see the market move pretty quick, meaning you price a car today at 98%, next week it might be 100% because guys are dropping their prices. But if you're a buyer, you can go to the lane. But going back to the legacy of a vehicle, even if you can't make any front end of a car, you got service profit, let's say you 
1200 of service work, you get 20, 30% profit off of that. There's a few hundred bucks, three or 400 bucks, 800, let's say average back end, 800. That's kind of on the low end. There's $1,100 on a car that you didn't make any money on. But if, especially if it's a late model, which is cars you can get right now, you probably hopefully get a trade on that car. So if you got a 17 that you're selling or a 16, you get that 11 or 12 trade that you can't buy at the lane. And then that car maybe makes $1,500 at trade and makes 1500 on the front, another couple hundred in the back, and then some more on the F&I. And then this, that one car you buy at the lane right now that you don't make any front on ends up buying, you know, the dealership makes five, six, seven, ten thousand dollars $10,000 as the legacy of that car trade-ins and everything start happening. Repeat referral customers and things like that. So don't be frustrated. Obviously, you know, if you just focus on the front end gross, it's not telling the whole story. Like I said at the beginning, dealerships increase volume, increase their gross, but their front pretty much stayed the same or even as less. Give you some of those examples at the beginning of this video. But it's also the legacy of the car. If I just focus on the front, I'm not going to lane and buying a car that I know after I transport it, pack it, whack it, send it through the service, detail it, and then try to put it at a retail price, and I'm making 200 bucks at day 10, and I get frustrated and go, what's the point? And then I don't buy anything. Well, you don't buy anything, you're not making any money. At least make the 200 on the front there, make some service uh, recon dollars, make some F&I, try to get the trade, get a trade that you can make 1500 on that also went through your service and you can get some back in, and then you get customers back into your service department servicing those cars, referring to you, or giving you good reviews on these sites to drive more customers. So, again, don't I understand that. Wholesale values are high, your inventory is light, but you need to be buying cars. And I, I will tell you over the next month or, or weeks or two here, you should be able to buy easier. Problem is it's pricing is gonna be harder. So I hope this is helpful. Anybody want any deeper knowledge of their inventory uh, or uh, analysis of their inventory? Anybody would like to kind of get a free evaluation, you can go to lotpop.com, we do those for free. Kind of give you tips on your photos and descriptions and pricing strategies. Uh, also check out our YouTube channel. There's probably 100, 150 videos on there now. All these videos and everything also go up on a podcast. So iTunes or SoundCloud, check it out. It should be Lot Pop or Lot Party. Uh, Lot Party Show should be on there. But um, give me a call or email, 844-LOT-POP-4. Uh, appreciate you attending. And then uh, I'll be posting another one here soon. Thanks.